So we know that adolescents and teens, by their very nature, are social creatures, and they desire to talk and interact with their peers. So the activities that I'm going to share today, with the exception of one, are going to really encourage authentic academic conversations and interactions with students and appeal to their need and desire to socialize. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast, a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, cup of coffee and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. This week is winter break for me but I know there are many of you who are still in the classroom this week. Just hang in there. You got just a few more days and then you will have two weeks off to rest, recharge, and regroup. I'm going to just jump right into our content today because I know we are all so busy this time of year, and I'm super excited about our strategy today and what we're going to be talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about different ways that you can have your students share out about their reading. One of the components of Reader's Workshop is providing an opportunity for students to share about what they've been reading. This helps the students stay engaged and to be active readers. And it's a little bit different than conferring because conferring is student and teacher and sharing out is intended to be peer to peer. So it is a little bit different. It plays on that adolescent's need to socialize with their students. So we know that adolescents and teens by their very nature are social creatures and they desire to talk and interact with their peers. So the activities that I'm going to share today, with the exception of one, are going to really encourage authentic academic conversations and interactions with students and appeal to their need and desire to socialize. So we're really calling upon those things that come naturally to many of our students. So let's start with partner talk. This one is a simple no prep activity. At the end of your reading time, simply ask your students to partner up and share about what they read that day. A high number of your students are going to jump right in and just start a conversation, maybe summarizing what they've read, or maybe talk about something specific in the plot. And that's great. Not every student's going to be able to do that or is going to be equipped to do that or is going to be willing to do that. So you could also pose a few questions for the students. Pose a question for each partner to share about something specific, whether that's the setting or character or or something like that. So, for example, I might pose a question up on the board that says, describe the setting of your book and tell your partner why you would or wouldn't want to vacation there. Students have to be able to explain their setting, and then they also have to kind of evaluate it a little bit, too. So there's some higher order thinking that's going on there. Or you could say, tell your partner what you know about your main character, and then let them know if you think that you would be friends with them. Again, they have to recall some facts from the reading, and then they have to evaluate it. So either of those are some really great questions that you could ask and things that students could identify with and could easily talk about. These types of questions help your students to focus their conversations when 
they don't know what they should say. So you could do a combination of those. You could pose a couple of different questions on the board, but really just give your students opportunities to talk about their book. This could be done in a small group to practice speaking to a slightly larger group than a partner. But if all you have are as partners or all you're comfortable with is partner talk, this is also a great activity for them. This is a quick, easy, no prep activity that can take just five minutes or less at the end of your reading time. Another way to have students share is through reader responses. This is a little bit more formal and will take some prep time for you, but not too much, but could still be easily done in your class in five to 10 minutes at the end of the reading time. A reader response question is simply an open-ended question that creates an opportunity for students to demonstrate their thinking about what they're reading. These are questions that could be used with any book. They are not text-dependent, meaning that they are not comprehension questions. So one question that I like to ask my middle schoolers is, describe five things that you would find in the backpack of your main character. Students have to really know who their character is in order to answer this question. Then they have to think about what their character values. And it's a question that can be easily applied to any book, even if your student is reading a nonfiction book. As a way to get a little bit more out of this assignment, you could have students complete this task as a writing piece one day and then share out with a partner or with a small group the next day. A reader response can also be an open-ended free write similar to a stop and jot. At the end of your reading time, simply have your students write about what they've read. This can be a list of bullet points of the main idea. It could be questions that they want to ask, like questioning the text type questions. It could be a summary. You could have them write their thoughts about the main character. Maybe have them write some connections that they are seeing in the book, or it could be a combination of all of these. It's just a free write that they're getting thoughts from their head onto paper about what they've just read. The free write or stop and jot is simply a way for students to process what they've read. Well, there's no verbal sharing out with the stop and jot or a free write. Students are still synthesizing what they've read. And that, again, is the main idea, taking what they've read, thinking about it, and then putting it back into their own words. A third way of having students share out that does have an interaction piece is by mini blogging. This can be a very engaging activity because students get to interact with multiple students. I also like this activity for my introverted students who don't always like to share out verbally, who often will say the most minimum thing ever just so they can be done. So what is mini blogging? Mini blogging is when students take a question that you've given them. It can be something specific. So everyone's writing on the same topic, or maybe you're giving them a list of five or six questions and they have to pick one. And then students write an article about their book. You could even have students write a review about the book that they have just read. It can be as long as you want. So if you need them to write a, a full essay, you could do that. But it doesn't have to be. It could be a paragraph or two, but it should be a more formal piece of writing and not just thoughts, ideas like the free write or stop and drop that we talked about in the last piece. So have your students write it. Depending on your class, it might take a day or two for them to get the full article that you want to meet your expectations and to have that piece ready to go where you're comfortable having students reading students' work. Then on the day that you're going to have your sharing out piece, you're going to have students take out their blog, have them lay it on their desk. 
And then other students are going to come and comment on it, just like you would in on the internet where you would leave comments on a blog. You could hand out sticky notes or you could just place a blank paper next to the blog. So have the blog written out and then a piece of paper or have their blog written out and then you hand students out sticky notes. I like the sticky notes because it's much easier for me to kind of scan them as I'm walking around the room, participating and removing any if I feel like I need to. It's much easier than trying to take a Sharpie and cross anything inappropriate out. The sticky notes work really well for me. I have tons of sticky notes, as I'm sure many teachers do, and so I use them for lots of things. As students rotate from desk to desk, they will read the blog, and then they will leave a comment. Now, depending on your class, you could have them all freely interact and move around the room and write their comments. But honestly, I think it's better to give students some guidance about what to write. So in my class, whether I'm teaching sixth grade, whether I'm teaching eighth grade, or even when I taught high school, I always try to give students some guidelines about what they could write. So we come up together with some possible comments that we could leave. I don't want my students to write, this was good. I don't want my students to write, I don't understand this. I want it to be very specific. So we look at specific comments. Some of the comment examples are like the full comment about how I like how you were able to connect this character to the story that we read last week. And then some of them are a little bit more open-ended where I start the comment like a sentence starter and then I have a fill in the blank. So I have a little bit of example for every type of student. So we put those up there. I do try to come up with them together with my students, but if they're stuck, of course, I have a bank that I will pull from. Then I go over very specifically what the guidelines are. And I like to move, my desks are typically in table groups, and I like to move the whole table group together around the room, whether it's clockwise or counterclockwise, but they move together. I always give them something that they could do when they are finished and waiting patiently. Because if I don't, then that's when I'm going to have some behavior problems and they're going to want to try to talk to their other friends. And then before we even get up and look at any of the blogs out there, I have my students put their name on their sticky notes because I feel like if they're going to write a comment, then they need to leave their name. That also just helps to hold them a little bit more accountable for writing either positive comments or constructive comments. This is a fun activity to do a couple of times a year. I like doing it in my sixth grade class because students are so different from the beginning of the year to the end. At the beginning of the year, it's definitely a little bit more management on my end. And by the end of the year, they are really excited to see what their friends have to say. And since we're talking about our own choice books, many of the students have read the books sometime throughout the year. So it's a lot of fun. It gets the students up out of their desk, interacting in a different way than just a partner talk and definitely in a different way than a free write. The last one that I'm going to share is something that I do when I'm looking for a little bit more feedback on something. Maybe I'm not quite sure if I need to present another lesson on something, or maybe I just want to do a check-in before we're going to do a test. So I need a little bit more feedback on something specific like character development or plot or making connections or conflict or just is anything in general something that I need feedback on. It's not really a writing piece, and it's a little bit more focused than a pre-write And this one doesn't involve any interactions except for me. However, I felt like this one fit in our podcast discussion about sharing out because students are still taking what they've read, 
thinking about it, and then putting it into words. So this last one is just simply having students complete a Google form that asks students some questions about whatever the topic is that I'm trying to get feedback on. I have several forms that I use throughout the year. I have one on character. I have one on plot. I have one on conflict, theme, all the big topics that we talk about throughout the year. And they're just general questions, but well, they're not really general questions. They're questions that are specific, I should say. There are questions that require specific responses from the students. So they have to have read their book in order to successfully answer the question. This one is also a great activity to do if you have a sub because students are just reading and then completing the form. If you don't have computers for all your students, you're not a one-to-one -one school, you could have the sub write the questions on the board, type them out on a worksheet, and then have the sub handed out for students to do, and then all the sub has to do is manage the class and the students already know what to do. All right, so let's review the four ways we talked about to have students share about what they're reading. The first one is partner talk, just simply have them turn and talk. That could be with or without a formal question. The second one we talked about was reader response, so a little bit more writing and then some partner talk, sharing with a small group or a partner. The third way we talked about having students share out was mini blogging. It's definitely more formal piece of writing, and it also provides some peer-to-peer -peer feedback. And the fourth way of having them share out is really just with you on a Google form about something very specific that you're going to use that feedback in order to inform your instruction. Wishing everyone a fabulous winter break. Please make sure you take some time to step away from school and take care of yourself, and I'll see you in the next episode.